Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. And welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Thidoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PThidoff. So for episode 44 today, we're talking the Gator Bowl. However, you're probably thinking, what the hell is this idiot wearing on his head right now? This is one of my favorite Christmas gifts that I received. And also, it's so cold outside. I thought this was uh, fitting to wear this tonight. And it's also going to play a pivotal role for my prediction for the Gator Bowl. That's to come later. However, I wanted to mention really quick before I get into the Gator Bowl preview here. Last week with the recruiting rankings, I know it was kind of disappointing. Uh, a lot of us, you know, all year we were between number one to the number three recruiting class. We finished around, when I finished that podcast last week, I said between six and nine. I just checked it tonight. We're around six and nine in the rankings, which is solid. However, I forgot to mention during that podcast, I did mention it during a podcast uh, earlier this year, though. We did get a top-notch quarterback in Kenny Minchie. He had originally committed to Pitt. However, he's coming to Notre Dame. He's out of the same high school as Golden Tate down in Tennessee. I had mentioned earlier in the year, I don't care for the number one recruiting class unless we get a top-notch quarterback. To me, it's a failure. So I just wanted to mention that we did get Kenny Minchie. That's going to really help the QB uh, room for next year. And also in 2024, I know he hasn't signed, but he has verbally committed CJ Carr, five-star recruit out of Michigan is verbally committed to Notre Dame. So we're going to have Kenny Minchie 2023 and hopefully it stays with CJ Carr coming in 2024 and then hopefully a top-notch transfer coming in for 2023 as well for that QB depth. So the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, it's at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida. That's where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. It's this Friday, December the 30th. 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. And this is going to be a game, as I mentioned to you before, there's so many unknowns with this game, especially at quarterback. Our, right now, it's Monday around 9.30. It was just released that Tyler Buckner will start this game. However, it looks like Steve Angeli, the true freshman, will play as well. When I did that podcast with my cousin, Jeff Tito Thidoff for the Ohio State game, I kept saying there's just so much unknown with the offense, especially at quarterback going into the Ohio, Ohio state game, going into the Gator bowl. There's even more question marks and just so much unknown right now. Tyler Buckner, he started the first two games. He didn't look that great. He looks worse in the Marshall game than he did at the OSU game. He's uh, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. He did have two rushing TDs. I looked, though, at his stats last year. I know he played uh, somewhat last year, mostly in running situations, short yardage situations, kind of a gimmick guy like Tim Tebow was at Florida his first year in 2006. He had, this is last year, 298 yards passing. And this is what shocked me, 336 yards rushing. And he had three touchdowns to three interceptions and three uh, rushing TDs. So he does have some experience last year, but from what I looked at him this year, he didn't look that great. Coming off an injury, we'll see what happens. He's going to be the starter, and as we know, Drew Pine will not be there. 
He entered the transfer portal last month. He's going to play for Arizona State. He will not be affiliated at all with the Gator Bowl. Steve Angeli, true freshman. He has seen action during the UNLV game and the Syracuse game. That action is just taking a knee and handing off to the running backs. So he has not attempted a pass, not rushed for any attempts. So he's pretty green as well. And we have to go to the emergency QB. It's Ron Paulus III, who's more or less a glorified walk-on. Those of you who remember Ron Paulus, he was the heralded uh, quarterback coming out of uh, Berwick, Pennsylvania in the early 90s. Uh, Bino Cook uh, predicted he would win two Heisman trophies. That didn't come close. He was an okay player, but he did not pan out the way people thought. And his kids on the team, glorified walk-on. He will never get above third, fourth, more or less like a practice squad type player holding the clipboard on the sidelines. So what I'm trying to say here is, though, I hope to God we do not have to go to Ron Paulus III if the worst case scenario happens. So let's go to South Carolina. I don't want to get too much into the stats here because there's so many just unknowns. As I said um, earlier in the, um, or last month, Michael Mayer, will not be playing. He's getting ready for the NFL. Isaiah Foskey, great defensive end. Uh, he's getting ready for the NFL. Cam Hart will be back next year. However, he's got a shoulder injury. He wants to rest up for 2023. I don't blame him. One of our top corners. He's not as good as Ben Morrison, but the second best corner on the team, he will not be playing. South Carolina, they have a not so great defense. What I'm worried about is their quarterback is Spencer Rattler. He was highly um, touted uh, quarterback from, he played at Oklahoma last year. Then he started to struggle. Caleb Williams, who's now at USC. I know this is kind of a back and forth, what I'm explaining here. It's, it's more drama in college football right now. Let's just put it that way. Caleb Williams takes over. Spencer Rattler enters the transfer portal. Then Lincoln Riley goes to USC. Caleb Williams goes there as well. Long story short, Spencer Rattler ends up uh, playing with South Carolina this year. He struggled early on. However, if I look his last two games and just the team, the last two games, this is what concerns me about this game. He only had 16 TDs to 11 interceptions for the total year. But the last two games against Tennessee, Six touchdowns, six touchdowns, zero interceptions. Four hundred. He threw for 438 yards. Clemson, two touchdowns and two interceptions as well. Or, But he threw for 360 yards. However, they beat Clemson. So their last two games, they upset Tennessee. They killed Tennessee and then eked, that, eked out that win at Clemson. That was the first loss that Clemson had, I believe, in five years at home. So they have two big wins. They come in at eight and four as well. Uh, which is what Notre Dame is. I'm shocked that Notre Dame is favored by two points in this game. So I, as we see, th this hat's going to play a role in my prediction coming up. So defensively, what helps with the so many uh, question marks on offense is South Carolina's defense, both passing and rushing defense. They're not that good. But with our quarterback situation, can we exploit that? That's to be determined. I don't know. We have a true freshman quarterback that's going to play and an unproven quarterback in Tyler Buckner. For to me, he looked better last year than he did this year. And also he's coming off an injury.
So let's see here. Yeah, there's nothing really much else to say. Spencer Rattler concerns me the most. Uh, like I said, Isaiah Foskey's not playing on the defensive side. Cam Hart isn't. Hopefully, you know, Benjamin Morrison's been the big man on campus pretty much all year. He's been a shutdown corner. But this is the opportunity for all those players that didn't get to play as much this year to uh, – it's their uh, opportunity to shine this year and also to tell the coaching staff, hey, if they do play well in the Gator Bowl – that gives the coaching staff more to contemplate as spring ball approaches in March and for the 2023 season. They're more or less auditioning for uh, jobs next year for those that didn't get to play as much this year. That's what I'm trying to say. But to be honest with you, I don't think the coaching staff has any idea as well how this game's going to unfold, especially at the quarterback situation. I don't want to say they're going in blind, but I think just – like a flip of a coin, they really don't know how this is going to go as well because so many unknowns. So that's how I'm going to predict this game as well. So I want to say 24 to 17, but I have not a snowball's chance in hell, any confidence, whether it's going to be South Carolina or Notre Dame. As I said before, I think the coaching staff thinks, thinks that as well. So look at here. I have a piece of paper here. One says Irish. One says Gamecocks. I'm going to cut this in half. So I'm cutting it. And it looks pretty even right here. Irish, Gamecocks. I'm going to fold it once, twice. There's the Gamecocks one. Here's the Irish. And as I said, my squirrel hat is going to play a big. Now watch this. See how... See how I timed that perfectly? Another Christmas gift, Irish logo here. So I'm going to put these in the hats. I'm going to mix them around here. And literally, this is what I'm going to, how I'm going to pick the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. What a name as we approach tax season. So here we go. I'm hoping I pick Irish. We'll see what happens. So here we go. Out of my squirrel hat. What do we have here? All right. That's what I wanted. Irish, baby. Irish. Again, it's just a more or less a flip of the coin because of the quarterback situation. Two of our best defensive players out. Michael Mayer's out. I can't say no. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. That's been pretty much the last 30 years with Notre Dame. But I don't care if you have the 85 Bears defense and a really good offense that let's say like a 49ers offense uh, minus Joe Montana. As I can say before, you got to have the quarterback and that's for this game. We'll see what happens, but for the future to me, that's the biggest hurdle for Notre Dame. I know they say NIL screw that to me. It's finding that big time quarterback multidimensional quarterback too to lead them to a championship playoff berth, big bowl game, you name it. So uh, we'll also have some basketball later this week. I'll do one of those quick snippets after the games. As I, the men have been struggling, uh, the women have been pretty much, except for that Maryland game, they've been pretty much spot on all year. So I'll have some, a uh, little bit for that, but pretty much this week, we're just going to focus on the Gator bowl. I'll have an instant reaction analysis after the game. Hopefully it's a win as I, 
did with my squirrel hat. It did say, it did say the Irish. So uh, we'll see what happens there. So again, thank you so much for joining. Hope everybody had a good Christmas. Hope everybody has a safe New Year's, a happy New Year. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>